This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. The UAW strike against GM is in its third week and progress on a new deal has been slow. But now we have a clearer idea of how much of an impact this has had on all parties. The consulting firm Anderson Economic Group released a study that found about 150,000 workers have been affected by the shutdown, including 75,000 workers at suppliers who have been temporarily laid off or have seen their wages cut. Researchers estimate that the strike has cost GM about $660 million and around $412 million in lost wages for all employees. As we've said, UAW leaders want to drag this out because once the strike is over, the attention will turn back to the union's corruption scandal. Vitesco Technologies, the former powertrain division of Continental, has two major automakers signing up to use its integrated electric drive axle. The PSA Group will use the unit in the electric version of the Peugeot 208 and the Opel Corsa E, which are built on the same platform. And Hyundai, along with its Chinese joint venture partner Beijing Hyundai, will use the axle in the Encino compact SUV and the La Festa sedan. Benefits of the system include the electric motor, high-voltage inverter, and gearbox all integrated into one unit, which allowed the company to remove a number of connectors and cables to reduce weight and cost. It weighs less than 80 kilograms, or roughly 175 pounds, has power outputs from 100 up to 150 kilowatts, and a max torque rating of 310 newton meters, or about 230 pound-feet of torque. To help autonomous vehicles become a reality, a group of companies from the auto industry and tech world are partnering up to form the Autonomous Vehicle Computing Consortium. The group includes GM, Toyota, Bosch, Continental, Denso, NVIDIA, NXP Semiconductors, and Arm Holdings, which is owned by Japan's SoftBank Group. The companies will first develop a common computing architecture and platform for self-driving vehicles. The goal is to move autonomous cars from the prototype phase to deploying them on a large scale. Last month we had a story about a company named Cree that's dropping a billion dollars into silicon carbide microchips because it sees that market swelling to $9 billion by 2025. And with that kind of growth, it's no wonder we're seeing Bosch make a similar move. The supplier has developed its own silicon carbide chips that can increase the range of electrified vehicles by 6% compared to a vehicle that uses silicon chips. As we said before, big battery breakthroughs are hard to come by. But little developments like this can really add up over time. According to the United States Census Bureau, Americans are spending more and more time in their vehicles. The average one-way commute in 2018 was just over 27 minutes long, which is an increase of two minutes over the last 10 years. Another way to look at this is the average person spent over nine days driving in their car. So it's no wonder people are excited about self-driving cars. Just imagine what you could do with that time. And with a growing population, commute times aren't likely to shrink. 
Last week, Volvo teased the upcoming all-electric version of the XC40, and now it's sharing some more details. The infotainment system is powered by Android Automotive OS, which is Google's open-source platform. It has the Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store built right into the system. Volvo is the first company to offer this. The XC40 will also be the first in the company's lineup to receive software and operating system updates over the air. The electric XC40 makes its debut next week. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. BMW is showing off a new version of the M8, this time with four doors. It gets the same 4.4-liter twin-turbo V8 as the two-door, and it comes in two outputs, 600 horsepower for the standard models or 617 horses in the M8 competition. The engine is mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission and all-wheel drive. The standard model hits 60 miles an hour in 3.1 seconds, and the competition does it in three. There's a number of unique touches inside and out, but the competition model also gets a few extra goodies, like stiffer engine mounts, a dual-mode exhaust, suspension tweaks, and larger front brakes. While the four-door is 9.1 inches longer, 1.4 inches wider, 2.3 inches taller, and has a wheelbase that's 7.9 inches longer than the two-door, it's actually cheaper. The M8 Grand Coupe starts at nearly $131,000, and the competition starts at about $144,000. Sales kick off in the first quarter of next year. The 2021 Chevrolet Colorado gets a small design change, and will start with the tailgate. Like the Silverado, the new Colorado gets embossed lettering spelling out the Chevrolet name instead of the traditional bow tie. The basic WT trim, along with the LT and Z71, get a minor change to the front fascia and front skid plates. If you want to get the all-new lettered flow-through Chevrolet front grille, you have to bump up to the ZR2 trim, which also gets new red tow hooks for the 2021 model year. Lower trim Colorados are debuting tomorrow at the Laughlin Desert Classic in Nevada. We'll also get to see the ZR2 at the SEMA show in Las Vegas in November. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.